It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now. There was an edge to last night with winless teams meeting and there is this afternoon as well as Carlton hosts the Sydney Swans at Marvel Stadium. On Crunch Time, the, he's the new Chief Executive of the Sydney Swans, Tom Harley. Tom, welcome to Crunch Time. Thank you, Jared. Thanks for having me. Do you feel a, a bit on edge at 0-2? Uh, I think if you're involved in this game and you're a competitor, of course you do. Abs- absolutely. So, um, look, at the same token, really confident um, that we'll be able to turn things around. Um, the the list, is, list is healthy um, and we think we've got good depth and uh, looking forward to a good afternoon. So how did you approach season 2019? Did, did you feel like um, so we spoke to John Longmire last week and he spoke about how many games had been put into young players mm-hmm. and there was an absolute commitment to keep doing that and developing on the run essentially. Did you worry about this season whether there was the for what the Swans would be a step backwards as you look to build the next wave? Look I, I, I don't think so. I mean I guess in the role I'm in at the moment a step removed from the, the um, I guess the cut and thrust of the football department but in saying that coming from the footy department um, not a lot of change. If we, we had a fundamentally the same 24, 25 players last year um, and they played critical roles and we were, uh, you know, seven minutes to go and round 23 were a kick away from top four. So um, that has to give you some confidence in the quality of the younger players coming through. Um, all clubs have younger players. Ours have played significant roles, so um, they're continuing to do that. But I guess tempered by that is... Um, uh, an understanding that there can be fluctuations in forms with younger players, but certainly not an excuse and um, would expect to be uh, be a good side again this year. You've lived the journey of 0-3 and much worse than that a couple of years ago. You're sort of the exception that proves the rule. Is how difficult is it to, to chase the season even when you do it successfully? Yeah, look, I think it has to be viewed as an exception. Um, I think prior to that it might have been 0-4. and four. You'd probably tell me the answer to that, Jared, but... Um, that was quite an extraordinary season that went 15 and 1, I think, for the next 16. So, um, you know, you don't want to get yourself in that situation. So, wins earlier are important. Uh, are you surprised that the media make so much of it? I mean, you could come out in round six and you might be, you know, two and three, and then you lose two in a row, and mm. people say, oh, they might win next week. Mm. Uh, there's no real urgency about it. You always love to win, but. Mm. If you do it at the start of the year, the Mm. media focus on it and historical data, don't they? And it almost puts pressure, needless pressure. Do you guys feel that pressure anyway? Mm. I think I think you're right, Dermot. There's a, an insatiable appetite that builds through the pre-season, and um, uh, obviously, if you don't start with early wins, um, a narrative gets built around you. But um, <clears throat> I think history and data suggest that after about round eight or nine, I think it is the eight doesn't change a lot. That's when you settle. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, you know, clubs, I guess, with the difference in preparation time through pre-season, surgery, no surgery, those sorts of things. It's not a, it's not as even a um, playing field as what a lot of people think at round one. So some clubs take a bit of time to get going. But um, around about, I think, three, four, five, six, um, you know, the teams who might be a little delayed should be up and going. You haven't exactly had a settled team, what I would hmm. look at and say, that's a Swans settled team for the opening two rounds mm. and today you've made you've, you've got three changes mm. again today you still got some fine players at the selection table and putting mm. their hand up and they're out there but you haven't really settled have you yeah, that's again probably a, a specific question for john but um 
you know, we, Tommy McCartan comes in, for instance, and he hasn't really been available for selection up until now, and it's great that he's, he's um, fit and healthy. Um, so he provides a bit of flexibility for us. Um, Louis Mellican comes out, who was a bit scratchy. Um, and I guess getting that balance Clark right. comes out. Clark you comes recruited out. him. Yeah. You, you used him forward. And he, I watched his forward craft last week, and, and I wouldn't be playing him there again. Yeah, yeah, and, and he's uh, he's obviously hasn't been in the best of form. Thurlow comes in, and then we recruited him um, with a view to potentially free up a mill but Mills is strong at half-back. So long-winded way, Derm, I think, of answering the question by saying, yes, you know, we're, we're working on how it all sort of looks at the minute, but very confident with the 22 we roll out because I think, I think, as your point, um, uh, they're, they're good names. It's just finding the right the yeah. right chemistry yeah. through it. Tom, there's the, the concussion in football is is a, a percolating issue and, and the Swans have gone through it with Tom McCartan. Yeah. Can, you, can you give us an insight into into the, the, the narrative of, of that and the circumstances around Tom? Yeah, Tom, Tom is... We... Tom's was a bit different. So Tom had a... He copped a... I won't say an innocuous knock, but a knock at training. Um, and it, was a, it wasn't It was so much a concussion head knock. It was an, uh, to the neck. And, and we did the... Um, the appropriate scans uh, and he had concussive type symptoms so um, we needed to absolutely exhaust our our diagnosis if you like and and got to a situation where it was a it was a almost a genetic thing where there was a pooling of um, trauma as opposed to something specific so um, and it, once he was cleared and he was symptom-free, he was good to go. So that's how he's, he's played out, and he's absolutely fine. Um, I guess where the hysteria is the wrong word, but I guess where the commentary surrounded Tom was the unavoidable comparison to Paddy, who's had a number of concussions, and whether there was something in, that, in all of that, but it wasn't. But, uh, I mean, when we played Bob, and certainly... Uh, um, through your era, Dermot, the management of concussion has changed a lot. I wouldn't have called it management. <laughs> <laughs> what would you call it? Uh, you got called a weak something yeah. if, you, yeah. if you didn't front up within yeah. 15 minutes. Yeah. I think coaches now, coaches are really good at trusting their doctors, mm. but we shouldn't underestimate the stress that a doctor is under in that critical moment when he says or gets someone to funnel the message up to the coach that Bob's off, he's, he's done for the day, because mm. um, that's the most significant change I've noticed in the last Normal, couple of years. Normally, the coach would call back down the line, you're kidding me. Yeah, yeah no, th- these days, I, and that was a role I had for the past in, four years. In the years, past days, yeah. And it's yeah. just, okay, move on. Yeah. There's nothing yeah. you can do about it. Yeah. What about the, the, the perfume of, of pessimism that was around Some the great words thing. today, Bob. Per- well, like you've percolated perfume of pessimism. You know Say that three times quickly, <laughs> Dan. Those three words together. You've had the dictionary it's over a good pee, haven't you? It was you? the word of the day. It popped up in my calendar this morning. Another one. Can- popped. If I'm a cynic, I reckon this might be prescribed, uh, Bob, but then anyway. <laughs> uh, I just wanted that, that, that often often leadership groups in particular will yep. use outside criticism as as motivation and I know you're not as close to yep. the playing group as, as, as yep. John Longmore and those sort of yep. people but is there is that something that do you think that this current Bloods group have used? Uh, specific to that I'm not sure but probably hazard a guess and say yes. Um, what I can say, and I guess talking to our supporters as much as anyone else, they're an extremely proud group, particularly the core leaders, and they did experience the Zip6 start a couple of years ago. And like all experiences in life, when you've been there and it's not a pleasant one, you don't want to go back there anytime soon. So um, I'm really proud and really confident of the group we've got that there, there will be an element of galvanisation for sure. I want to ask you one last little one from me and then we'll hand it over to Kane. Down here in the forward pocket... Yep. Some 14, 15 years ago, when I was with the Hawthorne board, I came yep. down there, and I think you guys even won the game. 
but you played on a young kid by the name of Franklin. He, and this you, is back in my blue and white days, as opposed to the red and white one. Correct. Yeah. And he turned you around and kicked a dribble from the <laughs> boundary line, and you put your hands on your hips and looked at your teammates, and I reckon you said, how good is this kid? Where's he been? Did you think he'd become the Lance Franklin that he is now. What, do you remember that moment? I remember it vividly. Um, <laughs> it was. Uh, it was actually. It was actually. Um, it was 2006, round 23, or thereabouts. <laughs> <laughs> and not only did uh, did Lance pivot and then take off. I, if you saw me holding my hips, it would have been after I clashed my hammy, <laughs> because I tore my hammy and uh, spent the rest of the game off. Um, but it was one of those ones where, geez, um, two things. He's a freakish talent, and he's going to be a good. I can't wait till he plays for the Swans in 10 years' time. <laughs> and then secondly, um, I think my days of chasing those sort of players are, uh, are up. I might have to play the, uh, the the more the looser role in the back line. Yeah, he's, he's, he's been unbelievable for the Sydney Swans. Um, and he's my, a ticket item there now, isn't he? Absolutely. Yeah. He's, 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 in he's, the city. He's great for the game. Um, his on-field performances absolutely speak for himself. And his selection as All-Australian captain last year was fantastic and just deserves. I, I did think. see there was a piece, I haven't fully read it, but it flashed up... Um, um, Swan's still paying for Franklin trade. That there's, there's still a thesis that runs against mm. it. Can, mm. it. Can you just not have that at all? Oh, I, I, I mean, uh, clearly we hear it, but from where I sit and, and privy to <laughs> right at the pointy end of it, he is worth his weight in gold. And, um, and as I say, uh, even if the discussion was just his on-field performance... Um, and he, he's absolutely satisfied that. But to Derm's point, and Derm would know Sydney well, that um, he, the, the work that he does and bringing bums on seats to the Swans mm. is just uh, is absolutely next level. And um, he's a marvel. And, and whenever his time is up, um, whenever that might be, I hope he stays around the footy club for a long time. What conversations have you had with your number one ticket holder, Cynthia Bannum, this week? Yeah, I've had plenty, Jared, as you can imagine. And... Um, as we said straight after the game, um, unbelievably disappointed, um, uh, and 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 remain extremely disappointed that um, someone like Cynthia, who is as classy an individual as I've come across, um, and as sincere, um, is genuinely hurt. And um, as a footy club, we've had a couple of key people hurt over the journey, and quite frankly, it's not good enough. Um, but she is she's a, she is something special, and. Um, she actually was at the uh, a guest at the Go Foundation Big Lunch, which uh, Mick O'Loughlin and Adam Goods have got their foundation for education, which raised near enough 600 grand. And, and she was there putting her hand up, bidding for uh, bidding for items. There, she's a, an absolute star. So um, we will support her to the hilt, um, and we'll continue to do what's right for the right. The, my my view on decision making is pretty simple. You do the right thing for the right reason, and we will be behind her all the way. Did she? not want anything more to come of it? Did she want it to, to end, to go away, so that she's not forever linked with it? I think I think that that would be a reasonable reasonable assessment. I mean, it, it, she's very self-effacing, um, and we're not... If she says... If she, we're not going to give more oxygen to it for the benefit of others. And, um, as I say, she has been unbelievably strong through this, and um, and understandably so. She's, she's upset, but um, in time... Um, she'll handle it the right way. Is the club... Um, what's the right... It, are you satisfied with where it sits, you, with how it's been resolved, whether it's been resolved? I think the, for the first question is whether it's been resolved. Yeah. Um, and then, 
You know, we, we're, I tell you what, we are satisfied with. We are absolutely satisfied with our stance on the matter and we're absolutely satisfied in our support of Cynthia and we'll continue to do that. Um, as far as all the other rhetoric and commentary around that... Um, will concern ourselves with the things that we need to concern ourselves with. Is Sydney's relationship with Eddie Maguire a, a difficult one, a fractious one? Um, I don't... It's probably an answer for Andrew Pridham as, as chair to chair. Um, it's, been a, it's, been a, it's been a tough week, and I guess to answer that, you know, he's been at the, the coalface of it. Um, and as I said, we've 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 been extremely disappointed as a, as a result of all of that. Hmm. There's just from your body language and tone, it's, it, it's clear how much it has affected. Um, good luck for the afternoon. It's, yeah, it's, it's an important uh, game for us, and and we're really looking forward to it, and uh, and, and very confident in the uh, in the squad that we've got, and and obviously with John as the coach, we're in we're in good hands. There's all a right. perfume of optimism. Just stop. Do go with it, Doom. Tom. You're a real polycolophonist. <laughs> <laughs> I've read P in the dictionary as well. Tom Harley, thanks. Tom Harley, the no worries, chief guys, executive of the Sydney Swans with the Swans and Carlton this afternoon at Marvel Stadium. We have before us the takeouts from last night. So what does this all mean? Melbourne is 17th with a percentage of 63.8. They are 0 and 3, so they are left to chase the season. Simon Goodwin, the Demons coach, is going to be with us shortly after 12. For Essendon, they lifted their percentage to 78.3 with a win there in 14th place and the two winless sides Sydney and Carlton right now sit 15th and 16th on the AFL ladder. That is the 40 Winks Serious About Sleep Ladder update. Save up to 50% on the 40 Winks Back Care range. Simon Goodwin coming up with Derm, Kane and Bob. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 91.